One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to episode 24 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm Esther Newman, editor of Women's Running, and this is our fourth Women's Running Workshop. In this, I'm speaking to Holly Taylor, Women's Running Digital Editor, about how her training for her half marathon is going. We're both signed up to do a virtual half marathon in the middle of March, and we're working together to make her feel confident and strong ahead of that. If you'd like to train alongside us, that would be great. Do please drop me any questions about your training if you have any, and if I don't have the answers, I'll find someone who does. In this episode, we talk about Holly's endurance and strength. We've got about six weekends ahead of the half, and Holly is at around the 6 to 8k stage, so I've asked her to add 10 minutes to her long run at every weekend run. This might seem like a lot, but we also talk through walk running. At the moment, the most important thing is time on your feet, and it's great to be consistent if you're walk running rather than running as far as you can and then slowing down to a walk. So I've suggested that Holly runs for her preferred length of time, say 10 or 20 minutes, and then introduce a short walking section before running for the same length of time and so on. If you've been following along with us, hopefully you're at the comfortable hour stage. So this is something you might want to think about if the idea of running for more than an hour feels a little bit worrying. Just give it a go on your next long run and see how it goes. Equally, if running for more than an hour seems fine to you, then please just go for it. And this week, run for 10 minutes longer than your last long run, and next week, run 10 minutes longer than that. Meanwhile, run a further two times during the week as per usual, one of them a steady, easy run, and keep that technical run for the third one. And that can either be speed work or hills, that's your choice. The other thing I've asked is for Holly to begin some strength work and to continue doing it three times a week, every week, up until her half. Strength work sounds scary, but it's not, I promise. So this is us having a chat about it all, and I'll list all the exercises in the show notes, and I'll go over them at the end of the podcast. Listen in. Right, well, we haven't spoken about your running since before Christmas. There was a a bit of a pause, which was entirely my fault, because we had too much to do, really. We did have too much to do, and it's... I hope it hasn't disrupted anybody too much, but I think 
as long as people have been carrying on doing roughly what we were doing before Christmas that's all I've been doing really so yeah I think Mm. yeah it's yeah I entirely agree it's just about um time on feet it's making sure you're doing three runs a week I mean from now I will start talking about mileage a little bit or at least time the, the time of your long run but um but there's really nothing to worry about, particularly for a half marathon. I think it's all it's all achievable yeah. for anyone out there. Mm-hmm. So tell me about your running, Holly. How's it been going? So over Christmas, I had grand plans, as mentioned in the previous episode. Um, we were going to be going to Cornwall and my aunt and uncle live in a, they've got lovely, lovely, gorgeous big garden. So I was planning on being able to do nice little Cornish beachy runs and nice runs around their garden and lots and lots of of, of grand plans. And then, um, and then Boris ruined Christmas, (laughs) the Boris who stole Christmas, (laughs) uh, (laughs) which was, you know, all for good reason. It was all for good reason. But that meant that I was stuck in Bath most of the time. And um, it really messed with my mojo a little bit and stopped me from, feeling because it wasn't what I kind of had planned yeah I found it difficult to stick to to my training plan so much but I did do I did a big news is I did some fartlekking hello that's the news everybody tuned in for (laughs) (laughs) I did some fartlekking headline news right here amazing (laughs) you heard it here first (laughs) and um that was a lot harder than I thought it would be which is interesting because hill sprints, I found that I actually am better at them than I think I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm managing to do an extra one. So I'm on five now. And I mean, I imagine there's going to come a point where I really don't want to do where I hit my kind of ceiling. But at the moment, I'm managing to upgrade to an extra loop up the hill every, every time I go out. Um, but the fartlekking, that was more difficult than I thought it would be because I just haven't run full pelt since probably primary school. Mm-hmm. And it's, it was, it, that was a really strange feeling. It was nice, as with the hill sprinting, it was nice to remind myself about the power of that slow run where you recover as you're running. Um, I, I definitely felt that, that... I, I would start to sort of turn a colour that wasn't quite so beetroot and I could get my breath back a bit and feel a bit more like a normal person rather than somebody with lungs in their cheeks. And <laughs> it was it, that, that was a good reminder, I think, for these longer distance ones that are coming. Yeah. But if I plod, then it's basically like walking, but a little bit more horrid and mm-hmm. but that's totally manageable. But the... The, the sprinty fartlacking bits themselves were were really tough I couldn't do I couldn't do very much I think I maybe did about three so I did the yeah. the kind of route that we talked about where I went around the circumference of the park near me mm-hmm. and um there's a sort of straight bit a downhill a straight bit an uphill yeah and the straight bit I in my head thought I'll sprint this whole bit I'll just sprint this whole bit here, here she comes Usain Bolt and <laughs> and then I just completely I managed maybe I don't know hard to say but maybe sort of 50 meters maybe 100 meters max 
I definitely didn't manage that whole full stretch. But once I kind of realized that I wasn't going to, that wasn't what it was going to be, that I wasn't going to do the full stretch and then a cool down and then a full stretch. And then Mm -hmm. once I'd realized that, I think I maybe just did like three or four individual fartleks. Yeah, perfect. And I think that was like now when I go to do it again, because I've got my next one this week, when I go to do that again, I think I will feel a bit more comfortable knowing that I don't have to do a huge distance. It's about the running full pelt for as far as I can. Yeah. And then, yeah. That's, I mean, that's terribly Swedish of you. That's that's absolutely Thank wonderful. Thank you. I um, do I, think that's a compliment. Yeah, it, it massively is a compliment. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> because the idea about fartlekking is it's, it is supposed to be quite random. So picking a random distance is fine. And, um, and I mean, yeah, I try and run full pelt along that stretch and I, I never quite make it. I think mm-hmm. just, just a couple of lampposts, literally yeah. lampposts. So just do a bit and then stop at, well, or slow down and then do a bit and then slow down. I think that's not only is that acceptable, it's right. So you, you have been yeah. brilliant. Oh, that's that's wonderful. That's good. Yeah. Well done. That's amazing. And how I just need has... to keep it up. I just need to keep it up. Yeah. Yeah. And you only need to do one a week, remember? You don't have to do, you know, hill sprint and a fart leg. Just Exactly. One. And that's quite nice because when I've done the hill sprint, say, mm. then I get to go, that's, that ticked off for another two weeks. Exactly. And I, I also, um, I would change mine up depending depending on weather particularly in the winter went like the weather over christmas was really bad really icy really cold so, so cold really cold so some day if it was dry and cold then that would be good for fartlekking mm-hmm. for instance but if it was a bit icy i i wouldn't do that obviously because it's dangerous and i'm always terrified of falling over because that's what i do the the most always mm-hmm. i think it's like, like a combination of my height and smaller smaller feet I always think that that I, and maybe I, I, yes, constantly <laughs> falling over, um, high center of gravity or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe that's why I don't fall so much. <laughs> I've got quite a low center of gravity because I did a really slippy New Year's Eve. I did a run. I did a 5k along the canal path and that was, though almost, I quite liked how slippy it was in a way because I was kind of skating along oh my god that's like my fear i hate it yeah it was a bit scary but then what i do is i drive to the towpath and i run along the towpath and that's fine because it's crunchy it's kind of it's a bit more secure underfoot so um tell me then about your long runs how long have you been getting out for so my 5ks are still taking me around 40 minutes that's fine is that is that your longest run at the moment it's not quite my longest run, but it's my longest run without stopping at all. Okay, so longest time out there on your feet. How long has that been? Maybe 50. So 50 what do you minutes. reckon that? That's an extra, that's about 6K maybe, yeah, seven, something like if that. I've done it in a 35. So maybe if we, because um, there were two things I wanted to talk about today. Mm-hmm. One of them is the long run and extending the long run. So we need to add some time onto that now. Um, and the other thing is some strength training. So I dropped off a bunch of stuff with you. You did. Was right. I was going to get it. And no, not yet. It. That's fine. Actually, okay. and, and to be okay. honest, I think it's going to be part of this episode and it will be part of next episode as well. Okay. Um, so if we talk about the long run, first of all, I was just doing a little bit of um, calendar 
spying before we we chatted because mm-hmm. I was like oh my god how far away is this half marathon of ours I know it's a bit frightening and I I that's the thing that I'm worried about the technical runs I think are really doing their job like mm-hmm. we did a big long we did the skyline walk over the weekend lovely and I noticed that going uphill I was raring to go and yeah. so your I, fitness is increasing think, yeah I genuinely mm-hmm. think they've really increased my fitness but the long run is the thing that I know I'm a bit the dog ate my homeworky on and that I'm lagging on and that mm-hmm. I need to I need okay. to start I need to start building. Well, that's that's absolutely fine because because what's happening is that you're building up your base fitness by doing these technical runs, which mm-hmm. is absolutely brilliant. And you know, with our with that half marathon, our half marathon is going to be. Um, I had a little look, and we can do it at any point on the thirteenth or fourteenth of March. So we've got okay. the weekend to do it. Um, and remember, Hole, you can walk. And that's actually, true. if you were to um, we've had features in the magazine. Um, we've had a couple of features that have been written by Lisa Jackson, who is a big walk runner. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it's a really good one to read, particularly that first article. I'll try and put a link to it um, at the end of this episode. Um, there's a brilliant article in which she explains that actually she, she ran a marathon and she, she ran the whole thing start to finish. And then when she was doing her second one, which I think was her Paris marathon, um, she'd picked up a bit of an injury and just the night before the marathon, she read something on walk running mm-hmm. and she decided to do it and to do it in a very disciplined way. So rather than running until she felt she needed to stop and then walking, yeah. she ran for a specific amount of time. I think it was 20 minutes or something, walked for a couple of minutes and then ran for 20 minutes. And she carried on like that. And she got a PB. So her, really? her Paris marathon where she walked, mm-hmm. ran, she did it faster than her first marathon I wonder that'll be quite interesting because I ran that half marathon quite slowly last Mm -hmm. year but aside from the last um maybe two miles I was doing a little bit of run walking and that was pure that was not a tactical run walk that was Mm -hmm. a every time I felt like I needed to vomit I did a bit of a walk (laughs) um it wasn't a well-planned one but aside from that I think I did run the at least the first 11 miles I ran and only mm. stopped with the sort of slight excuse of, oh, I'm just going to pause while I have a sip of this water. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, and it was, it was quite slow. I think I was two, I was under two and a half hours, but like two hours, 29.999999 minutes or whatever. Yeah. And um, that will be really interesting this time round to see if, not that I am planning necessarily on doing like ideally I'd like to be able to run the whole thing and that's yeah. the idea but that would be quite interesting if I do end up having to do run walking if mm-hmm. I do a bit of a a bit more of a tactical rather than just when I'm exhausted exactly that and might I, be interesting to see and along with some other things that we're bringing up in the, the next couple of episodes like nutrition mm. um it's a good idea to practice this method before you do it but it, so when it comes to your long run um what we need to do so so the the half marathon is going to be on the 13th or 14th so we can choose the saturday or the su- sunday 13th or 14th of march um and what we need to what what we both need to remember is that the week before that we can't count the week before that because that's going to be our taper yeah so the week before that we'll do a a, a shorter run at the weekend mm-hmm. um so we're building up which means we've got six weekends 
to build our long run up, which is okay. loads of time. Okay, that's loads and loads of time. Yeah. So that's six. All you've got to think about is that six long runs. That's all. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're now doing about 50 minutes. Yeah. Between now and in six weeks time, we want you to be going out and being on your feet for about two hours. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you need to be adding, you know, 10 to 15 minutes every week to your run. That's fine. That's like a mile. Yeah. That's like adding a mile every Try not week. to think about the distance too much. Just try mm-hmm. and think about the time on your feet. And if you think about the time on your feet, that means that walking counts. Mm-hmm. So if this weekend, if the longest you've done is 50 minutes, this weekend, I want you to do an hour and five minutes. Okay. Between an hour and five and an hour and 10 minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you don't need to run the whole thing. So if you were going to do, for instance, from, from your front door, you can sort of do half of the half marathon, can't you? And yeah. That, that would be about um, about an hour and 10 minutes 10. or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and remember that you can, as soon as you get to an hour and 10 minutes, stop. Don't feel like you need to walk back, run back to your front door. Okay. So just yeah. stop where you are. I've, I learned to do that. And it's nice because you, you stop on the flat rather than stopping like halfway up a, up a mountain. I do like that. Though I yeah, remember weeping when I did try a ago that this was when I did 10 miles last time I remember doing a trying to do as much of the of the actual half marathon route as possible mm-hmm. and then crying in front of all of the tourists on Paltney, Great Paltney Street yeah I did a big cry oh Holly <laughs> no no it was just a you know when you have all of the kind of post-run adrenaline oh, all of the emotion and yeah. all of the emotion and I think, or maybe it was even 11. It was my, I think it was my last long run. Mm-hmm. And I just suddenly couldn't help but be like, which is the only downside of stopping where you are rather than stopping at home. This is but true, yeah. <laughs> I still wouldn't take it back. <laughs> so what I'm going to suggest is if you're aiming for an hour and 10, for instance, the longest time, we need you to be on your feet for the whole hour and 10 minutes. This mm-hmm. includes walking. I am going to suggest because you can comfortably do four or five K without mm, stopping. Yeah. Um, I would suggest that you get yourself to twerk and fork or the bit before, you know, where it raises up a little bit. Yeah. Walk that bit. Okay. Okay. So from the, from there's a little bridge. So what I'm suggesting to Holly for people that don't live in the middle of Bath <laughs> is to run probably about um, three or four K to run about, half an hour and then after you've run that half an hour walk for about a minute and a half so get yourself so and and for you in that particular place there's there's a little incline so walk up the incline Mm -hmm. get yourself around the corner and it's a very 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 slight um nice downward slope very very slight downward slope but you can really feel it when you start running so you can start running as soon as you get around the corner and then run again and get yourself to Windsor Bridge and you can probably finish it from there. That's that would okay. Be but but walk that little bit and see how that makes mm. you feel. Check your pace when you set off, and do that thing that we talked about right at the beginning. Go slower than you feel is absolutely necessary, even yeah. if you feel really strong. Um, just go a little bit slower than you than you feel mm-hmm. is right. If you're not, it's, I mean, I use my watch for pace, and I check and check and check. But if you don't have a watch that tells you pace, you're just going to have to think to yourself this is how fast I run when I run for 20 minutes so it's too fast yeah okay so go slower than that and just plod 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 and think to yourself oh it's going to be fine because when there's a little up bit I'm going to walk it 
You could even walk that little up where it goes up to Chelsea Road because there's a little mm. up there, isn't there? So you could always there do a little, little up, up Yeah, and that's yeah. fine. Okay. So I want you to be out for an hour and 10 minutes and I want that walk in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think actually I am, I'm quite confident about that because I've been quite hard on myself with only really counting the minutes I'm running. Whereas actually the amount of time on my feet that I spend generally, like I do a lot of walking at mm-hmm. the moment and like yeah when we did this walk on the weekend that was four and a half hours that I was on my feet so if I can do that walking I'm sure I can squeeze some running in yeah. without it being the worst of thing course in the you world. Can. of course you mm-hmm. can okay so we'll speak again in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. so you've got two long runs you're going to do one that goes to an hour and five and one that goes to an hour and ten if you can stretch mm-hmm. ahead of that, just because you're doing a bit of extra walking, then that would all be great. Um, but that's okay. your one. You will be brilliant and you'll, you'll smash it. And your, your two runs in between will be a nice, easy, couple of days later, 25-minute run. Mm-hmm. Really easy, just round the block kind of run. Okay. Take that's it. what I've got today. That's my, that's my today run. Mm-hmm. And take I love it slowly. That. Yeah, take it slowly. Just enjoy it. Um, and then include your technical and see if on your technical you can add in one more hill or one more little sprinty bit mm-hmm. and that's it okay okay that does seem I, lo- I love the delivery of it being every two weeks it makes it feel <laughs> really nice and bite-sized and manageable honestly it will be absolutely oh. fine it'll be mm-hmm. absolutely fine remember that you've done this before so you can yeah. smash this it's good okay and there is so. some pressure off i think with the virtual aspect it doesn't yeah. mean i'm like gonna bunk off but mm-hmm. i mean the idea that there's not hundreds and hundreds of people watching and yeah. i had my um because we did it with with bath mind who are our charity partner at work we i'm obviously not te- I'm, I'm telling our our listeners that sounded like I was telling you did you know there are charity <laughs> partner, that, um, that we had vests made up and um mm-hmm. I didn't know that I was just supposed to have like my first name or a nickname or something I had my full name I'm pretty sure I had Miss Holly Taylor you did yes which was just mortifying <laughs> so I had quite a lot of people going come on Holly Taylor I was running fast. change it to Miss Jean Brodie it's kind oh of, god yeah. as much as that was um that was nice I'm quite looking forward to the fact that the virtual aspect means that I'm doing it under my own steam. Yeah. I'm not under any like social pressure or like. Yeah. Also, yeah. the other brilliant thing is that, which I didn't realise actually, is the fact that you can do it over the 13th or 14th, which is mm. so, I mean, I loved that, the, the pressure being off when I did the London, that was, it was wonderful. I absolutely, I loved it. I absolutely yeah. loved it. Um although I might be looking back on it in a sort of childbirth kind of way <laughs> now that I've done it it's like yeah it's great I could do that again um but the yeah to have it across two days is is absolutely brilliant because when I did the London it absolutely lashed it down mm. and that was, it was really horrid unpleasant. weather wasn't it it was yeah. really horrible and opening the curtains to that on that morning was like oh god really on top of everything else I've got to cope with this but so if we've got two days, done, yeah, that's yeah, really good. You can figure out the best time. Mm-hmm. And if you're an evening runner, then you can do it in the evening. Yeah. And, and uh, also quite nice that like in terms of a weekend, because the usually races tend to be on a Sunday, 
you don't really get to go and then drink all of the Prosecco and no, be like... It completely and buggers up your Saturday because you're it nervous. It does. It um, does. You yeah. just spend a full Saturday shaking and quaking and all yeah. those various things. And then your Sunday is is a nervy morning where you can't eat your toast and then a slightly sort of still a bit nervy afternoon where you can't quite eat your roast dinner either because yeah. you're still a bit all churned up. And the last thing, even though I thought it would be exactly what I wanted, the last thing I actually really wanted was a glass of wine. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to be sick. This is true. So, and, but this time we can smash it on Saturday morning, spend a, you know, a day and a half and getting mm-hmm. totally blottoed. It's exactly. brilliant. Yay! Full on recovery, four <laughs> hours in the bath. Probably yeah. shouldn't advise that. That's definitely not scientifically <laughs> what you should do, but it's what I will be doing. <laughs> and then an evening where I will hopefully feel human enough again and will know that I've got a day to completely chill the next day. Exactly. And then you have cool. yeah, all the food, all the booze. It's marvellous. Yeah. Lots of chips. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So there's one other thing that I want to talk to you about very quickly um, because I'm, uh, you are just going to be doing those three runs, but Miss Holly Taylor, we are adding in strength workout. Okay. okay. I knew it was coming. It's I knew coming. it was, was going to catch me. It was going to come it up is. to bite me. But here, here's <laughs> the thing. What I'd like you to do is, um, are you in the middle of something marvellous on Netflix at the moment? What am I watching? Oh, you know what I'm watching. I told you and Simon about it the other week. I'm watching Below Deck, which is a reality <laughs> show about working on a CPR. Okay, right. <laughs> so what I'm going to suggest is that so you do... So embarrassed to have told the world. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed. Be really embarrassed. What I'm... Because you, you should be watching something much, much more worthy than that. I know, um, more intellectual. Uh, no, you shouldn't. Right now, you should watch whatever you like. Yeah. Um, what I'm going to suggest is that you do this workout while you're watching that. Okay. okay. So Love use that. Use it as your trigger. Okay. So this is your the, the bit at which as soon as you hear the relevant theme tune, mm-hmm. um, it's a bit like I was told when I was pregnant about doing um, pelvic floor exercises that <laughs> as soon as I did the washing up, still now, whenever I do the washing up, I <laughs> lift and tuck. Um so um, as soon as you hear the theme tune, I want you to do a couple of strength exercises. And um, okay. so very swiftly, um, I'll, I'll give you a few more next time. So I, I, dropped off, I dropped off a couple of things in your bag, in your little goodie bag yesterday. Shall I go and get them? Um, no, 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 that's okay. We'll, we'll talk about them next <laughs> week. But the, the, there, okay. were, there, were, there were two things particularly that I gave you. One was a skipping rope. And, I thought it was a skipping rope, though yeah. slightly embarrassingly, I was like, is that a skipping rope? That's a skipping I, rope. I wasn't quite sure. So one is a skipping rope and one is a resistance band. Okay. okay. So the resistance band, this is, it's like the cheapest bit of equipment you can possibly have for a workout. It's so cool. We will talk about it next time, but you can pretty much do any, any exercise and, and kind of increase its effectiveness mm-hmm. times 10, um, not technically speaking, by using this resistance band. Um, cool. but we'll do we'll do that next time because that's all a bit complex just to introduce right now. Skipping rope, I popped in there just in case it got really icy and really really rubbish outside, because what you can do is continue maintaining your fitness levels by doing a bit of skipping at home. Cool. Um, if you've got ceilings high enough, which I don't, but um, I have got ceilings high enough, but I probably if my downstairs neighbours are listening, we'll have to give them a pre warning. <laughs> but. It's absolutely fine. I have actually, I found a good bit where it doesn't feel like you're going to fall through the floor. 
Fab. Okay. So that's what the skipping rope is for. Mm -hmm. um, again, we can talk about that. I think what we might do is we'll talk about the skipping rope and resistance band next time. So for now, all I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce three exercises. Okay. Um, and these are the I'm ones that you're going to write them down while you're saying this. I love it. You're so I, studious. I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good student. Um, because the thing about strength exercises, the, re the reason why it's important is because particularly kind of core muscles and things. So the reason why it's good is as much as possible, we want to prevent injury um, and we want to increase your performance. We want to kind of make you a better runner and we want to prevent any kind of injury happening to you. And the way that we do that is to introduce this strength training and um, strength training. The words make it sound as though you've got to go down the gym and lift massive weights. Yeah, you absolutely don't. It can the strength training can be incredibly effective with just body weight exercises and body weight exercises, things like um, crunches and press ups and things like that. So just using the, the weight of your own body to increase your strength. Okay. It's vitally important that all runners work on core, um, as I know to my cost. Um, mm -hmm. So, it's, and by core, that's not just stomach, that's back as well. So it's that whole kind of midsection. Yeah. My back has gone in the last couple of days. I've had a horrible time with it just because of sitting in a really stupid way while I'm homeschooling. Mm. Um, and it affects my running and it's a kind of vicious circle. You know, if you're, if you, if you run with bad form, it kind of affects um, your, your back and your, your, your stomach. And, and if you work on, on strengthening those, those parts of your body, um, then it can make your running form much better. It can reduce your chance of injury. Um, and it's just, it's an all round lovely thing to do. Um, equally working on arm strength can actually help your legs be more powerful. If your, okay. if your arms are more powerful, because you use, um, your arms are a sort of counterweight to your legs. So arms are incredibly important. I really Leg. felt that in the fart lacking, actually. Yeah. I really noticed you that pump, more than ever. Don't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and legs obviously it's it's really i think one of the things i've noticed when especially when i started out with running is that if you're not thinking about form and if you're not thinking about strength workout you can build muscle in your legs quite quickly actually mm -hmm. but not all over and you're you you it's very easy it's very um common for runners to build muscle for instance at the front of their legs at the in their, their quads but not to build muscle in their glutes or the backs of their legs Okay. And it's those muscles that we need to work on um, to ensure that you remain injury free and that you're, you are kind of, you, you build muscle evenly throughout your leg. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so, so the three, your three exercises um, are legs, core and arms. Okay. So those are the three exercises, the three parts of the body that we're going to be working on. Okay. Um, right. So we've got squats. I know you love them. Oh, We've got okay. squats, planks, mm. and press-ups. Okay, All those are your... things that I'm unsure whether I can actually do. Okay. It's only so, the press-ups, actually. It's the press-ups that, that okay. fill me with fear. So if we've started with, let's start with the press-ups then. Press-ups, if they fill you with fear, do them on your knees. But you have to make sure that your body and your legs are forming one straight line, okay? So you... I'll just use my hand here. Um, so if this is your mm -hmm. knees, put your feet over here and then you lower yourself down, keeping everything in one straight line. Okay. You don't want to let your lower back cave in. Okay. Equally, you don't want to stick your bum out. 
All right. So a nice straight with that. line. Okay. What you do okay. is you go down to where is comfortable without any of that happening, without your bum poking out or your back caving in. Don't feel like you need to get okay. down to the floor, but do that slowly with control 10 times. Okay. Okay. Plank. I reckon I can give that a go. Mm-hmm. Plank is that you're in the same sort of position. So you can do an arm plank or you can do an elbow plank. I would prefer you to do an elbow plank. So this is working on your core. So you need to put your mm-hmm. elbows on the floor, your toes on the floor. Your body needs to form an almost straight line. Almost. You can. What you can do is you can, if you hunch your shoulders a little bit while you're in that plank shape, that will really engage your core. Think about your stomach. Actually pull it in, pull in your belly button don't just go oh my god this is the worst 30 seconds of my life because i want you to do it for 30 seconds but really pull in your stomach really pull it in if you can squeeze your glutes i find that almost impossible at the same time then squeeze your glutes at the same time do that for 30 seconds okay arms oh yeah no no we've done that we've done press-ups we've done core yeah right squats it's the dreaded squats squats Mm. again 10 of these what you need to be careful of is to ensure that your back is as upright as possible while you're doing that okay so don't lean forward in your squat make sure that your back is going downwards keep your feet flat on the ground wider than hip width apart just because that makes it a bit easier and you want to try and sink your bum down lower than your knees if possible Mm-hmm. but always be aware of your back and your core while you're doing it i like to put my hands in a sort of in a prayer position while i'm doing it you sink down you hold it for a for a beat and then push up through your bum and the back of your legs okay so okay don't topple forward push up and what i can do is i can show it i'll show you really badly because i'm wearing really tight skinny jeans so this is going to look dreadful <laughs> right and holly you're you're gonna have to um Tell me what I'm doing while I'm doing it because no one's okay. able to hear me, so you can be the voice I'll of reason. Describe. Yes, okay. Okay. Here we go. She's taking off her headphones. And she's standing up. Moving any other items out of the way. Okay. So she's standing up straight with the hands in this sort of prayer position. And she's leaning forwards but keeping that back straight and lowering her bum further down than than the knees okay and then it looked like a sort of almost a almost a clench coming up back into the standing position so how was that okay that was perfect yeah I think I've described it so what you were doing for your reference was like slightly leaning forwards but keeping it completely straight mm-hmm. hands in that position yeah. lowering your 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 kind of top half of your body didn't really move aside from shifting downwards yeah. and your bum went lower than your legs and then as you got up it was almost like a sort of clenchy back into the standing position that's good I wasn't actually expecting myself to do that but yeah actually that, oh. that is that is a good thing to have noticed because that's kind of um I won't start you swinging kettlebells right now but that mm-hmm. kind of that push up that kind of firing of your glutes in the back of your legs is okay absolutely what you need to be so it's really thinking about um Actually, I really should have done that. My lower back is killing me now. Um, so, <laughs> you, yeah, really thinking about your bum and the backs of your legs and, and pushing using that, that kind of 
posterior chain is what that is. Mm -hmm. So everything around the back of you and using that to fire you up. So that's what I want you to do. So 10 squats. If you feel like you want to take it to the next level, then add a little pulse at the bottom. So a tiny little bounce and then push yourself back up again. So 10 of those, plank for 30 seconds, press up just times 10. Now what you can do is do that twice okay you can do that that's fine okay and if you can just add that in two or three times a week so you can do it on the days that you're running or you can do it the days that you're not running it's fine but just do it in the evening while you're watching your lovely program Um, and it really i mean those 10 squats 30 second plank 10 press-ups i mean it really won't take you very long at all that take you probably less than five minutes so if you did two lots that's 10 minutes that's all okay okay that's fine first part of the program then i can sit and enjoy the rest of it no exactly. so holy and yeah. amazing exactly okay. i all love right. that all right marvelous so that's your homework for this week hole okay okay Ooh. yay it's getting a bit serious but in a nice exciting i'm up for it way Oh, also, don't we all need something to push towards? Bloody hell. Don't we? I really do need this. (laughs) You'll be amazing. You'll be absolutely amazing. Mm. So let me go over those exercises for you. I've asked Holly to do my special TV workout three times a week in front of her favourite guilty pleasure. And that's below deck. I am reliably informed. So it's just three exercises, all of which are very simple to do. And I'd like her to do this workout three times over in each session, although she may not quite know that yet. So the three exercises are press-ups, planks and squats. Press-ups, 10 of these, please. These can be completed on your feet or on your knees. Keep your hands shoulder width apart, lower your body slowly and push up, keeping your elbows as close to the side of your body as possible. Whether you're on your knees or on your feet, keep the rest of your body in a tight, straight line from ankle or knee up to the top of your head. Then I want you to do a 30 second plank. You can do this on your elbows or your wrists. Keep your body as straight as possible. Push up through your arms, keeping them solid like iron bars. Push through your toes and slightly protract your shoulder blades while sucking in your stomach. Hold in for 30 seconds or a minute if you feel like you can. Then it squats, 10 of these. Stand with your feet hip-width apart, hands in prayer position. Lower your body so that if you can, your hips go lower than your knees while your feet remain flat on the ground. Keep your torso straight and upright. Use your glutes and hamstrings to fire yourself back upwards. If it's all too easy, hold a weight if you have one or wear a backpack full of books. Now repeat that two more times. The whole thing should take less than 10 minutes. Easy. So add that in just three times a week and you'll develop a stronger core, which basically will make running feel easier and make you less prone to injury. Nothing good ever took a week, mind, so stick with it. In our next workshop, we have a very special treat for you, a guided interval session to listen into for 30 minutes while you're out on a run. Keep your eyes peeled for that one. This episode was recorded over Zoom. The editor and composer was David Newman. And my mic is the Podcast Pro from Sontronics. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. Don't forget to head to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter WRPod at the checkout 
to get your exclusive 35% discount off Women's Running membership. You'll get the mag, free access to digital back issues, a free month's subscription to Move GB Move at Home, discounts on merchandise and mags, and loads more besides. Plus, we're going to be adding more benefits during the year, so this is literally just the start of it. Come and join Women's Running. We'd love to have you with us. Happy running. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.